Welcome to the Busy Pastor Podcast. If you're interested in leadership and ministry coaching, go to busypastor.org slash coaching. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org and filling out the form. You receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things that only you can do. My name is Greg Gibson. I'm joined by my co-host, Trent Stewart, the lead pastor at Foothills Church. And today we are continuing our conversation on leading staff and creating staff values. Episode 27 of the Busy Pastor Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Welcome to those who are joining us for the first time. Trent, uh, today we are continuing our conversation on creating staff values. This is an important conversation. It's a fun conversation. Uh, let's begin with the content and, and again, just give us a, a quick overview of the staff values here at Foothills Church. Yeah, I mean, we want to create uh, behaviors and we want to give direction to build a culture. And so that's why we're creating these staff values. And, and uh, the first one for us is none of us is as smart as all of us. So the behavior that we're trying to create is collaboration. Uh, the second one is do the right thing the right way. And we talked about this in the last episode. The behavior is honor. Uh, we want to honor each other. And then thirdly is be proud of it or fix it. And so uh, we want to take ownership for the ministry of, of, of the church and not just kind of blame other people or you know feel like everybody else is doing it and not me. You know, we want to take ownership. And uh, then number four is we play hard and we work hard. And so the behavior is fun. Ministry should be fun. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about that today. And then fifthly, what we want to talk about is never stop learning, uh, which the behavior there is development. We want to continually develop. Yeah. And so as you mentioned, episodes 25 and 26 are, are covering our staff values here. And then today we're jumping into uh, staff value four and staff value five. And, uh, and so let's talk about uh, value four, uh, play yeah. hard and work hard. Talk about that for a moment here. Yeah. So, um, play hard, work hard. Uh, how is your team having fun? Uh, I really believe that ministry is fun and it needs to be fun. And we need to create, uh, some avenues for our team to have fun. So whether you have one staff member, uh, or you have a hundred staff members, we need to create in the system and rhythm of the 12 month cycle of a year um, moments where we're intentionally having fun together. But then also, what are ways and how are ways that you can create fun, you know, throughout the rhythm and, and the culture of your of your ministry uh, from week to week? And so, um, one of the things we Want to teach is, yeah, we want to have fun, but it's not like a frat house where everybody's running around, you know, crazy and having fun constantly and joking and laughing. You know, it's a big party. No, that's not it. We want to have fun in the right way at the right time. And so um, there's a professionalism there that you want to create um, in the office and, and then, you know, uh, in the ministries. But uh, you want to create the, a way for people to enjoy themselves. And so uh, can we, you know, laugh at each other? other and and uh, just have moments before meetings where we're you know have relational time where it, it, it is personal and we we joke about different things that are happening in our life but um, I think playing hard working hard is just part of what we've always um, been about as a church because you know we we work hard and we want that work ethic to be here people who haven't 
done well here or you know in the future that come here as a as a staff like you've got to work hard in order to to fit in well here and and that's always been a, a part of who we are and so um, I heard someone say that there's no such thing as a, a balance in ministry and life. You know, hmm. there, there's not balance isn't a, isn't a thing that we can uh, really attain. And so, what we want to strive for is just a, a rhythm. So, what is the rhythm? There might be times where you are working. You know. 40 plus hours because it's that season that, you know, the fall is kind of a time like that where, you know, school's back in and everybody's coming back to church. And so back mm. from vacations. And so that's just a busier time. Maybe, maybe other seasons are just super busy. So you're really giving a lot of uh, more energy and time to ministry, but then, you know, built into that rhythm needs to be, okay, I, I'm taking a week off or, mm. you know, I, I've had that consistent day off. Um, and, and so, you know, now we dial it back and now I'm more in, in, in line with what's happening at home or, or whatever. And so you can't just, you know, put the pedal to the metal all the time. But in, in, the, in the rhythm of the in life of the church, you are going to put the pedal to the metal and it is going to be a heavy focus. That doesn't mean you're neglecting your family, or your marriage. It just means that it's requiring more time here. But then you always have to dial it back to be able to then in that rhythm um, spend some time with, with family and, and make sure that development is happening as well. And so, you know, working hard is a part of who we are. We have office hours um, now with COVID. We, we definitely had uh, a lot of flexibility with that. And, and um, you know, it's not like I'm keeping tabs on who is in the office and when they're here and when they're leaving. There's, there's freedom in that because there's a level of trust here. But that trust and that, that expectation is that guys are going to work you know, hard and they are putting in the time to do that. Um, but if I'm noticing that things are way too serious and I'm taking myself too serious and we're, everybody's serious, 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 even though there is a serious mission, uh, at the same time, I, you know, we, we want to enjoy each other and we want to enjoy the ministry. And so that really kind of falls on me to, to be able to create those avenues to do that. Okay. A couple questions regarding, um, this behavior of fun, specifically when it, when it comes to our staff here at FC. So, so talk for first question is talk for a moment about the rhythms or the things that we are doing here as a staff that when you said having fun the right way at the right time, I think that's a great point. Uh, what, what are some of those things that we're doing yeah. to, to in, instill this behavior? Well, practically like right now we we're doing, um, well, like last month, we mm-hmm. went to a, a local place here where there's bowling arcade game. We ate lunch and we just spent two hours there playing and having fun, playing right. video games. And so, you know, that was just an intentional day to go and to do that. We've got coming up like a staff picnic where we're just going to bring our families, bring our kids. Um, it's it's a, a park on the lake. We're going to have fun just hanging out, spending time together. Um, for me personally, what I encourage guys to do too is have people over to your house where you're just hanging or, you know, you're, you're on the lake together or you're playing ball together or you're working out together. And so those are things outside of the office that I do with, with, um, staff members. And then what I hope, uh, other guys are doing too with people that are reporting to them and just kind of creating that 
fun atmosphere at our all staff meetings, which are once a month. We go through different seasons, right? So there was a season where I felt like we needed more of this. And so our, our all staffs, we actually had built in like a 20 minute, uh, 15 minute time where we did something fun, hmm. whether it was some kind of game. Uh, mm-hmm. It was in March, we had a dunk contest and we <laughs> brought a basketball goal into the, into the room. And of course we lowered it to like eight feet and then we did a dunk contest and it was funny because obviously not everybody can dunk, but they tried and it was hilarious. And we just had a lot of fun and, you know, wh- whether it's a that or just a, you know, some kind of trivia game or whatever that we're just trying to build in like fun. And so we don't do that every staff meeting, but we try to build that in, you know, on a consistent basis. Yeah. And I, I think that's, that's so important to truly really have a pulse on your staff knowing, you know, when, when in what season your staff needs more of that yeah. and less of that. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and so you also mentioned rhythms. Uh, I think that is something I want to draw out as well. So, so you talked about, you, you made the statement, there's no such thing as balance in ministry, <clears throat> right? Or, or in family life. So, I mean, you're, you're kind of, the pendulum is swinging somewhere, but you want to strive for, and use the word rhythm. Yeah. I think that's so good. So, so talk about uh, a, a little bit of, of kind of our church calendar rhythm mm-hmm. and, and where, where the, the peaks are and then where the times for, you know, fun happens, um, you know, if you're trying to build that in or, or program yeah. that in a little bit. Some of it's just intuition, like you mentioned a moment ago. Yeah. I think our staff needs it right now. Yeah. We've been working hard. But, but when you're looking at the calendar overall, where are you trying to really intentionally place these, these seasons? Yeah. And, and it kind of matches just the intensity of growth peaks in church. So this is kind of normal with every church, you know. So in your August, September, uh, October months, that's where we have seen, and I think where a lot of churches see, you know, more an attendance surge. Um, and so that's more of a season for us where it is, you know, we want to give you know, some of our best programs, ministries, whether it's events or sermon series or whatever it is, kind of in that peak and in that moment. So it is a little bit more intense uh, during that season. You know, then for us in October, um, we have fall break here and we have three, four different school systems here and they all kind of have a different fall break. And for whatever reasons in our area, people travel on fall break, not so much over spring break, but fall break is like a time to travel. So there's a couple of two, three weeks there where it's kind of a a downward (laughs) in attendance and and that kind of thing. And so that's just part of our rhythm. And then we don't really pick that up until January. Hmm. And so, um, you know, where, you know, November... Uh, is is kind of just a law sometimes, and so those are moments where I'm like, okay, that's that I, I am with family, and those mm-hmm. are some more intentional family gatherings and family time. Uh, I might even go on vacation, you know, in that fall break season, uh, just because that's a good time. Because you know, from really end of July going all the way into October, it's it's run and gun, hundred miles an hour. Um, and then, of course, December is just crazy for everybody. Yeah, uh, a lot of family stuff and just a lot of stuff. But then again, January, February, pretty high peak moments for us as it tails off, you know, into kind of the May. And so, in in the May, June, and July, kind of where we're at right now for our staff, we have tended to really have some intentional once a month offsite fun stuff. Yeah, and so. 
you know, it, we, you know, like I said, a park or, you know, somewhere fun where we're going just to kind of get out of the office and have fun together. Our Christmas party, uh, we used to do, we've done a, a lot of different things for Christmas, but right now we, we just kind of have one big night where we bring our spouse, no kids, mm-hmm. um, where we have childcare, and then we just do a lot of fun games, a lot of Christmas fun games. And so that's a fun, you know, environment as well. So whether it's built into an all-staff meeting in the, you know, the, the August, September, October, because yeah. we're not doing a lot outside of the office in those yeah. months, um, and, and, and then in the summer months, you, we might be going off-site to do something fun. Yeah, knowing your context, and that's so important. I mean, when we planted in D.C., it was totally different. I mean, uh, school started back in September, so nothing picked up until after Labor Day. Mm. And then the city shut down after Thanksgiving. So, and everybody left. It's a transient area. So we had zero people <laughs> in attendance from Thanksgiving pretty much until Martin Luther King Jr. Day, kind of in the middle of January. January. And then from January to Easter, and kind of, you know, the kids got out of school late June. Wow. So, so, I mean, you just got to know your context and, and begin to build around those rhythms. I, I, I think that's, that's an important and, and, and fun, really, conversation to have. So, again, the question here is how is your team having fun? You're going to do that intentionally, and you're going you're gonna to do that uh, just by your intuition as well. And if you're not having fun, if your team is not having fun, um, the opposite of that is not fun. <laughs> how many people want to work over the long haul in a not fun place. Mm. Like there aren't many, right? How, like even me, like do I want to work in a place that is not fun and enjoyable? No, I don't. So, you know, it's, this is not something that, you know, is, is like, uh, well, some places have fun and we're just one that just doesn't have fun. Well, that, that's, that's just, it's all up to you. What kind of culture you want to create and, and, you know, life is too short. Ministry should be fun. And uh, so we, we should be busy with creating some intentional rhythms so that you're actually enjoying yourself. Absolutely. should be fun. It's a privilege. It's an honor. And uh, if it's not, do something different in so many ways. Um, number five staff value here, never stop learning. Yeah. And so uh, let, let's build this out. How, what, what do you mean by this and how has this played out at Foothills? We want the behavior to be development. So nobody reaches spiritual maturity in the sense that they get to say, oh, I'm done, and now I can just go live in the mountains. No, we <laughs> alone. Um, we're constantly growing. We're constantly developing you know, in our character and our spiritual growth and our leadership. And so we want... I want to personally de- be developed, and so that means you know I've had and do have coaches in my life, and so I think everybody needs a coach. I think everybody needs someone who is pouring into them in different ways, and so there, there's that side of it. But then there's just also this idea of how are you nurturing, nurturing vitality in yourself? So we've talked about leading yourself in, in previous episodes, but how are you doing that? Well, I would say, what's your personal worship look like? So where, where, is your, where, where is your quiet time out with the Lord? What does worship look like for you? What does your, your study of God's word look like? What does prayer uh, look like in your life? And if that stuff isn't consistent and developing, then you're, you're not going to be developing spiritually and you're not going to be growing um, personally. And mm-hmm. so 
you know, when are you getting on your face, um, in, you know, before Jesus? What does fasting look like, you know, throughout the year for you? When do you do that? How are you doing that? Um, I, I know that anytime I get on my face before the Lord, I, I get off the floor a different man. And, hmm. and so I think the more consistency we can have with that, the better that we're going to be able to enjoy uh, our, our walk with the Lord. And so I think realizing a, a couple of things on this, the church doesn't need me. Um, I need the church. Hmm. So whether you're the lead pastor or a staff member, the church doesn't need you. I, you, you need the church and I need the church around me. And, and so... Uh, I don't. I don't want, you know, to proclaim, you know, life in Jesus if I'm not actually developing that life, and I don't experience that life in Jesus myself. And so, uh, we've got to be someone who is going to consistently grow in our spiritual disciplines, um, and so that's going to prevent burnout. And so, no matter what season of of, of ministry you're in. No matter what kind of church you're in, it, it might not be a very fun place to work. It might not be a growing place. But if your personal worship is growing and strong, it will prevent burnout and it's going to prevent you from going crazy because uh, we'll, as we pursue Christ, we realize a lot of these things we're going through is Him just refining us and preparing us and growing us. And so mm. uh, I can't I, I can't speak on that enough. You know how important it is to develop your personal worship. Um, and so other ways, you know, I, I've, I've heard this a long time ago, but leaders are readers. And mm. so if you want to grow in your leadership, you want to grow, you know, in your walk with Christ. What are you reading? And how often are you reading and, you know, maybe what podcast are you listening to? Hopefully, you know, you're sharing the Busy Pastor podcast and, and uh, helping people grow in that way. But I think we want to focus on being healthy, you know, whether that be personally, spiritually, physically. And so uh, we want to think health before growth. And um, you won't sustain a healthy ministry if you aren't healthy. And so that is a huge part of why we're doing this podcast. We want pastors to, to seek health and, and be healthy. We want them to enjoy their ministry. And it doesn't have to be this, you know, uh, just a, a negative experience for you. You can grow in that and change that. Uh, a coach of mine, Sean Lovejoy, he said this to me. I'll never forget it. He said, the best gift that I can give to my church is a healthy me. And I've, I've just never forgotten that. I just feel like that is something that as, as pastors, we forget. We think that we just got to continually to give time, 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 and time, and energy, and energy, and energy. And it's like, no, the best gift that you can give to them is a healthy you. And so if you aren't healthy, uh, I don't care what kind of growth your church is experiencing or not experiencing, you're not going to last. And, mm. and that growth won't last. Um, you won't grow your, your ministry beyond a certain point if, if you aren't healthy yourself. And so mm. we want to get healthy. We want to stay healthy. And so in order to do that, a couple of simple things I would say is to keep it simple. Keep your church simple. As we learn and grow as a church, we're constantly trying to strive for simplicity because the, the bigger you grow, the more complex things get. The bigger the staff gets, the more complex it gets. And so you've got to consistently fight for simplicity. Uh, we don't want to be complicated. We don't want our process to be complicated. We don't want our church calendar to be complicated. Um, we don't want 100 activities happening every single day at our church. We want to keep it 
simple. And so, yeah, yeah. Sundays need to be excellent. Small groups need to be excellent. Uh, family ministry needs to be going, um, uh, you know, well. And so keeping it simple is, is definitely, I think, a huge part of what is going to bring health into your personal lives. Yeah, and a great resource for... For that is Simple Church by by Tom Rayner. I've read that, gosh, years and years and years ago. Um, but I can remember how paradigm shifting. Yeah, it that was book was. Eric Geiger. They yeah, yeah, great book. Go back and read it to to fight for that simplicity in in your ministry for sure. And um, I think for us too, like the idea of replacing yourself. Um, so development happens in, in me personally. I want to develop. I want my team to, to develop. But we're also making, making disciples for us is, is our vision, right? Developing mature disciples of Christ in relational environments. And so that means I hope and pray and you know, encourage and expect our staff to be developing other people. Hmm. So how are you developing a volunteer? How are you developing, you know, maybe somebody who's reporting to you, uh, training them, teaching them, encouraging them? Uh, because if you can replace yourself, you know, you're always going to have a, a role, you mm-hmm. know, in a church. And so I think so often we think, well, if I train somebody up and they do better than me in this, then they're going to take my job and I won't have a job. No. One of the best things we can do as leaders is to teach other people how to do this, and that's going to just help the the overall scope of the ministry grow and reach more people for the kingdom of God. And if you can do that, that's a quality that you're always going to have a job in a ministry. <laughs> yeah, and and so to 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 land the plane here on these past few episodes, I I think it's so important to. To, to, to define your staff values because it's going to determine your direction and it's going to determine your behavior. And so just to recap, none of us is as smart as all of us. Do the right thing the right way. Be proud of it or fix it. Play hard and work hard and never stop learning. And so those are our five values here at Foothills Church. Thanks, Trent, for, for really diving into those. I think it's going to be helpful for a lot of guys listening. Yeah, absolutely. I, I hope so. And, you know, some of these are statements. I don't know that anything original is in any of these statements. These statements mm-hmm. are out there. I don't think that you have to come up with, you know, an originally articulated statement for you to adopt that and make that your own. I mean, I think that it's just part of what your heart and passion is and the behaviors that you want to see in your ministry. Thank you for listening to the Busy Pastor Podcast. As we close today's episode, we want to invite you to do a few things. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org and filling out the form. You will receive a free resource starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things only you can do. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Busy Pastor. And also, if you like today's episode, subscribe to the Busy Pastor and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. Next week, we are continuing our conversation on being busy with the right things. The Busy Pastor podcast is produced by Andrew Lindstrom, video production Jake Tipton, audio engineer Brian Papik, music by Brandon Sharp, and graphics by Zach Shaddix. See you next week. Until then, let's be busy with the right things. Thank you so much for tuning in to our YouTube page. Hit subscribe, share it with your friends, and don't forget to comment below. New episodes come out every Thursday. For more content and to join the Busy Pastor community, visit busypastor.org.